I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's well, a good word, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Every morning, 9.45 a.m., this baby goes live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find me at Rudy underscore Povich. Today on the show, I might shed a couple of tears. You'll find out why. Also, it's a total catastrophe. But first, let's do some live dates, huh? Coming up tonight and tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday, Gutty's Comedy Club with my guy Dan Boobles Jr. If you want tickets, go to my Facebook page. I believe you should be able to buy tickets for both shows. I haven't heard different. They usually let us know if it's a sellout, but I haven't heard different. So uh, coming up October 14th, hey, thank you to everybody who already made reservations, got tables over at the Hog's Breath. I got a phone call from the venue the other day. They were like, dude... Tables are moving like mad. So thank you guys. I know there's a long walk to Cleveland uh, table that uh, Lynn and Scooter set up, and that's going to be awesome and can't wait for that night. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Uh, Find that information, rudypovich.com, and then Beaver Island Brewing. That's going down on the 15th of October, Saturday night. Silly Beaver Comedy Shows. Go to rudypovich.com for more dates and whatnot. Hi, Kimberly. What's going down? Hi, Sarah. What's up, Jenna Lee? Nice to see you. Hopefully you're doing well. What's up, BJ? Scooter? Jules? Last night, took a drive down to Rochester, Minnesota. If you guys have not been to Rochester, not a lot going on. 100,000 people and uh, 150,000 ways to be bored every single day. It's amazing that a city of that size can be that boring. <laughs> it's not... All the time, for whatever reason, but for the most part, there's not much going on. Every now, hey, every now and again, Puddle of Mud will come and play the Civic Center. But other than that, there ain't a whole hell of a lot going on in Rochester. Except for a few years ago, 16 years ago to be exact, a little comedy club called Goonies opened up. And Goonies is like one of these medium-sized market clubs that sort of get bypassed but every now and again you'll get a big-time headliner that rolls through i saw hannibal did I see, no i didn't see Hannibal. excuse me i saw doug stanhope there i've seen hannibal burris elsewhere but hannibal burris has played there but so many amazing comics have come through that that venue it shut down reopened shut down reopened and then i believe shut down one more time and then reopened again three weeks ago so they were holding uh, an invite-only auditions, you know, to be able to come down there and work. So I went down, did the, inv- uh, did the invite, did the audition. Uh, they booked me for November 18th and 19th. So weekend before Thanksgiving, if you're going to be in Rochester, it'll be awesome. Can't wait. Looking forward to it, man. So if, uh, if you're going to be in the area, I know there's a lot of southern Minnesota people that didn't catch me in Austin. But Rochester's the new – hey, man, that's the hopping place. A lot happening in Rochester. Ronnie James Dio was diagnosed. Well, never mind. That's not a lot happening. I was going to say Ronnie James Dio diagnosed with cancer in Rochester. Do you know how many, like, big-time, famous, powerful people roll through Rochester so under the radar you have no idea? The greatest medical facility of all time 
is an hour and 12 minutes away from where I sit right now. Dignitaries, political figures, they all fly into that airport, get in an unmarked car, drive, go underground, get shipped into the mayo, get the MRIs, they get the best care on the planet, turn right back around, get on a plane. No one knows they came through Rochester, Minnesota. Do you know how many times I've been standing in a Quiznos in Rochester and just looked over and thought to myself, is that the president of Peru? Could be. You never know. Why is he sweeping up at a Quiznos? Probably not the president of Peru. I'm just saying that's how big time Rochester, Minnesota is. Uh, what's up, Wayne? What's going on, dude? Happy birthday to you, man. Scooter, and you know what's crazy? My husband's cancer is so rare. They don't treat that. They don't. Whoa. Did I not know that? How did I not know that? Oh, my goodness. Jesus, Scooter. Sorry to hear that. I had no idea. Oh, damn. All right. Um, well, anyways, I'll make sure to uh, buy extra shots on uh, October 14th over at the Hog's Breath. I was watching the Foo Fighters' second Taylor Hawkins tribute. First one over in England. They knock it out of the park. They come back stateside. And I don't know what it is about... Mm, I don't know what it is about tributes that tend to always like, and, and you know, regardless if it might be that somebody passed away or like their whole, but whenever I hear, a, I'm trying to make sure I word this correctly, whenever there is something that has a little bit of, of meaning to it and it's just between two people and then they share that with the entire world, that is also like a trigger for me. As I've said many times, sports, movies, and kids with special needs who overcome adversity. Th that's the shit. But every now and again, I will, I will, you know, succumb to the tears <laughs> when I hear a story that somebody had shared something with somebody and now the world is getting a chance. This isn't making sense. Basically what I'm saying is, uh, give me two seconds. I'm going to try to find the audio here. If... Uh, if you're wondering what's up with uh, Miley Cyrus, I don't necessarily find a lot of Miley Cyrus songs to be great, although I do think that she's a talent. That party in the USA, you can flush it down the toilet. But if that gal gets up on stage and she knocks out a Fleetwood Mac song, I'm like, I'm on board. I feel like she's a hell of a talent. So the other night at the Taylor Hawkins Tribute Concert, that was Tuesday night, she performed Def Leppard's Photograph. Now, truth be told, I fucking hate Def Leppard, except for their first record. And I'm not talking about Hysteria. I'm talking about their first record that nobody listens to because it wasn't pour some sugar on me. Ooh, can I get HPV? It wasn't that. Their first record is outstanding. Everything past that is arena rock trash. But she got up on stage and she sang Photograph and everybody was like, that's such a weird song. Why would she sing Photograph? And then Miley Cyrus made it very clear to everybody why it is that she sang the song Photograph. What up, Miley? It's Taylor. I heard her moving. Wah. I'm listening to Photograph by Def Leppard. You could kill that one. Make Cheney learn that.
scooter. Arena rock trash. It is. It's arena rock garbage. Miley Cyrus, on the other hand, knocks that song out of the goddamn park. And as I was listening to it, there's a little bit of me that kind of teared up. Because I was like, man, you guys had this thing that whenever you heard Photograph, you always thought of that guy. And now that guy is not here anymore. It did make me think less of Taylor Hawkins for voluntarily listening to Photograph. Because let's let you guys, we got to be honest here. That Def Leppard stuff is, it's garbage. It's so bad. It's just, it's a, it's a half octave above poison. And I can't, there's no way. That band sucks so bad. It's such terrible music. It's the Velveeta cheese of music. It's not real. It's synthetic. There's so many great cheeses. Why would you ever choose Velveeta? Why would you like American? It's not, that's not cheese. That's goo. It's disgusting. Fucking awful. It's so bad. Anytime I go to a restaurant and they're like, do you want cheese? I'm like, what kind of cheese? They're like, we use American. I'm like, you take your cheese, you cram it. It's gross. I want a piece of sharp cheddar. I want it to come right off the teat. I want a guy back there making making the mold. I need a guy with a wheel and one of them little spades, and he chops it out. That's how I want my cheese. You take your goddamn single wrap Velveeta, you wrap it up and throw it off a cliff. Goddamn gross. Imitation rock. That's exactly what it is, Erica. It's so gross. Kimberly, yes, but I love Photograph. How? How can you love that song? I've never heard of a song named Photograph that... Oh! Knocking you now to this rock and roll. Look at this photograph. See? Both suck. You show me a song called Photograph, I'll show you a shitty song. You can't have... It doesn't work both ways. You can't have a song called Photograph and have it be amazing. There's no way. I don't give a shit. If Elvis had a song called Photograph, it's garbage. Frank Sinatra could have put out a song called Photograph. I'd throw it away. I'd put my boot to it, much like he did. To I don't know where I'm going with this. All I'm saying is songs called Photograph sucks. <laughs> Look at this photograph. Speaking of photographs, do you guys see that photo I posted of uh, me from 1997 yesterday? Jesus Christ. What a fucking brutal time that was. That was like heavy into the rap rock, angsty, small town, have no idea who you are on the inside. All you know is that you're mad about shit and you don't know why. If people were like, who are the guys that made trouble at Woodstock 99? Just show them that photograph. This is the guy. This guy right here. People who look like this. White, privileged, angry. Don't know why, angry. That fucking picture, man. Jesus. It's so bad. It's awful. Lynn, yet another Rudy rant. Have we missed these? Yeah, I don't know what's up. I'm a little pissy this weekend or this week. Uh, Jules, that picture definitely had something, but I think we all have pics like that hidden away. Dude, wait till you guys did. Uh, MJ, who listens to this podcast and hops onto the live feed every day, you guys got to see her photos from like 1999. Holy shit. 
I thought I had bad, bad photographs. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if she's on the live feed right now, but Jesus Christ. Ah, Sarah, that picture was like the kids I used to hang out with. Well, then you fucking hung out with some kick-ass kids, I'll tell you that. Them kids were fucking rad. They had no idea who they were. It's funny that at that age, all the different, you know, styles you go through because you just, you're, and I don't know, maybe it was a little, I don't see that with my daughter or her friends. They seem to be very comfortable with who they are. I had a friend of mine named Chris Whitney, Wood, as we call him, happens to be running for a Ward 4 City Council, Hibbing, Minnesota. Make sure to get out and vote November 8th. But he has always seemed to be very comfortable with who he is. And that it boggles my mind that you're okay with who you are. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Those people don't exist. Because I literally thought when I was 13 I was going to be a rapper. That wasn't like me just like playing pretend. I was dead set that one day I was going to be a rapper. And maybe I thought I was going to be a rapper because I hated my stepdad. Maybe. But I don't know. I But I also did it with like creative, with like creative endeavors as well. Like I would see what other people were doing. I'm like, well, I'll just do what they do. Because whatever I do... If I did it genuinely coming from me, it's going to suck. Because when you're just, you're told so many times as a kid that you're a fucking idiot and that what you say doesn't matter, eventually you just start finding things that you like and just mimicking them and copying them because that is better than what you can produce. What you produce authentically is going to be trash because you're told that from such a young age. So you start like grabbing on to other cultures you start grabbing on to different things hoping that maybe you're going to find yourself and you never do it's weird because at that age you're like in my 20s i'll definitely know who i am and then you get to be 30 and you're like okay fuck in my 30s i'll figure it out and then you still haven't and then you get to your 40s and you're like now i got it fuck nope ain't got that figured out yet either jesus Jana Lee, rudy the rapper my name was mc thumbsucker and I can say that because there was an A at the end, okay? Sally, I love seeing pictures of teenagers from back in the day. You should see the pictures I have from the late 80s as a teenager, dude. Those, oh my God, those pictures are just, they say pictures are worth a thousand words. These are worth a thousand headbands. Some of these, man, I go back and find those things. I was like, what the fuck were we thinking? But maybe kids will do that now. But then again, I saw a kid the other day. I had to go to a, my niece's gymnastics meet. And there was a kid walking by. I don't know. He was like eight. And I'm like, that motherfucker is dressed cooler than I will ever be. We didn't have any. The coolest thing I had was a pair of Simpsons sweatpants. And they were too big. But they were the only size. But I had to have them. So my mom bought them. But they hung off me. So what I did was I tucked them into my socks. The bottoms of my sweatpants I tucked into my tube socks just so I could wear the Bart Simpson sweatpants when I was in fourth grade. Thought I was the shit. You ain't going to find another cooler motherfucker with Bart Simpson sweatpants than that guy. Look at those big, giant tube sock balls around his ankles. What's in there? The bottoms of his sweatpants. That's what's in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What an awful fucking existence. <laughs> <laughs> oh god my 
my uh, cousin sent me that photo. She goes, I was looking in a box and look what I found. And I was like, listen, you burn this picture and then you bury it. And then after you bury it, the forest that you buried it in, you burn that to the ground as well. There is protocol for finding photos like this. I don't want this shit to get out, which obviously I do because I posted it on my goddamn Instagram. However, my nightstand, you guys find my night. If something happens to me, I, I used to have two people in my life that I could count on to do this. And those people are out of my life now. So I got to find new people that I can trust. I'm going to make it public here right now. Okay, here's the deal. Guys, follow me right now. Camera one. If something were to happen to me at an untimely demise, if I am faced with death at a young age, make me this promise. Before any of my family members especially my daughter have the opportunity to go through any of my things while the body is still warm I need you to come to my house Jimmy the lock if you must kick the goddamn door in go into my bedroom you will see that there is a nightstand Remove the alarm clock and the lamp gently, gently. It's going to have good resale value. Do not open the nightstand. You won't be able to open it because there is a goddamn lock on the side of it. Because I don't want you seeing what's in there. And it's best for both of us if you don't know. Then... Load the nightstand into the back of a vehicle and drive it to an iron ore pit in northern Minnesota. You can find a man, because there's a lot of them, who owns a wood chipper. I want you to back that wood chipper up to the iron ore pit. Point it in the direction of the deep abyss that awaits. Take the nightstand, throw it into the wood chipper. And then, avert thine eyes. It's going to be messy. Once you stop hearing the pitter-patter of the wood chipper, I then want you to kick the wood chipper into the iron ore pit. Because there might be some remnants. And shit could get out. Because right now, I still have a halo around my head. My daughter thinks that I am infallible. If she saw what is in that nightstand, you will never get that halo back. She will not speak of me. Probably not come to the funeral. I mean, I imagine she would probably take the life insurance money and run. But what I'm saying is, make me this promise upon my death that you <laughs> dispose of that nightstand properly. Because holy shit, the amount of things in there that would get me canceled. <laughs> or bring on a whole new fan base. One of the two. I'm not exactly sure. But I'm just saying, get the fuck rid of it. I would appreciate it. Absolutely. Hi, Olena. Nice to see you.
Sarah, I had a peewee sweatshirt back, or a sweatsuit back in the day. It was black with gold foil print. I thought I was the coolest kid. You had a fucking peewee sweatsuit? What? A sweatsuit? I get the pants, I get the shirt, but a peewee sweatsuit? Where did you find this? Jesus Christ, did Cowboy Curtis make one for you? That's amazing. Jesus criminy. Uh, what else we got here? Sally, can we throw it into the fire pit and douse it with gasoline and throw a firecracker on it? My words have been spoken. These are my final wishes. You shall kick the fucking wood chipper into the iron ore pit. Because those iron ore pits, they're like three, 400 feet deep. They go on forever. There is not a chance in hell you are going to find anything that could remotely link me to some nefarious shit. If you drop that thing into the bottom of an iron ore pit in Eveleth, Minnesota, I'm just saying, get the fuck rid of it. Because it will haunt my child for the rest of her days. I don't give a shit if you guys know, but I'm telling you, you're better off not knowing. The things that I've been hanging on to, it's awful, terrible. And then once it happens... Much like a mafia hit, you will never speak of it ever again. Move on with your life. You're going to go out and you're going to get yourself a job at a Cinnabon, just like Saul Goodman, and you're never going <laughs> to speak of that moment ever again. What's up, Mira? Nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, Erica, Sugar Ray albums in your nightstand. Don't shit on Sugar Ray. Listen, all right? First off, that first record Sugar Ray put out is amazing. Lemonade and Brownies, fucking that album is amazing. Also, Sugar Ray did the biggest, what, what do you want to call it? The, the rope-a-dope? Not rope-a-dope. Bait and switch. There you go, bait and switch. They did the best bait and switch ever. See if I can find a couple of songs here before I get booted out. Because here's the thing. Everybody shat on Sugar Ray. And they were like, Who's this fucking stupid band with that dumb fly song? Because I just want to fly. Put your arms around me, baby. Put your arms around Okay, listen. We get it. That song, not that great. A good anthem at the time. People kind of dug it. And I listen, I like that song. So much so that when I heard it, I was like, you know what, dude? I think I want to buy this record. So I went to my local library because that was the only place that you could get internet. And I looked up Sugar Ray. And I found out Sugar Ray was a SoCal punk band from back in the day. And I'm like, who are these assholes then going out there and playing this dumbass fly song? I don't want to fly. I want you guys to play some SoCal punk. My mother guy told me so. Lord have mercy. All right, listen. Here's the deal. I'm going to stop that for just a moment. John Shane. All around the world, statues crumble for me. Yeah. It's not a bad song. It's not a great song, but it's not a bad song. The rest of that album, if you were to go and listen to it, when people bought that album, they were like, I can't wait. I'm going to listen to this song called Fly. And then you're like, yeah, can't wait. And then you fucking... <laughs> You listen to the rest of the record, and the rest of the record is this. 
And everybody who just got done dropping $16.99 on the album's going, Whoa, what the fuck? I want 12 different renditions of Fly. I don't want this. I want to get back. I got to get back to my Speed Home California. They don't want Speed Home California. They want Fly. They want Fly 15 different times, but it doesn't matter. Sugar Ray just got your fucking $16. So they don't give a shit. And that song is probably going to tank, and then they're going to move on. They're going to make a few bucks right away, flash in the pan, and then you'll never see them again. They might play a county fair every once in a while, but they ain't coming back. It's fine. They don't give a shit. Good, good on them. And everyone was like angry with that out. And I was like, this is the best bait and switch ever. I love it. This is so funny. And I, first off, I like that song. And then on top of it, I like the, the rest of the album because that's my music. And then come to find out those guys used to tour with like Snot and Head P.E. and all the bands I listened to when I look like that kid from the picture I posted on Instagram the other day. Scooter, it was horseshit. I threw it away. See what I mean? That's, yeah. Nobody wanted the rest of that album. They wanted, they wanted 10 different versions of Fly, and, and instead they got Fly and then 11 punk rock songs. And everyone went, what the fuck is this? Dude, Lemonade and Brownies? Go check out that. If you like punk rock, I'm not, and I'm, when I say punk rock, I mean like commercialized punk rock, not actual real punk rock. Let's be fair here, okay? But what I'm saying is go check out Lemonade and Brownies. Amazing record. So goddamn good. It was awesome. Loved every single second of it. And then Sugar Ray takes off because Mark McGrath has abs and bleached tips. And the girls are going goddamn gaga over this guy. And then it really starts to snowball, man. Then that's when shit really starts taking off. Because now you start going down the route. Now Sugar Ray gets a little taste of like, hey, man, um, you know, we got... Um, uh, we, we can go back out on the road with some of these punk rock bands living in a van or... We can get on private jets and fly all around the fucking globe and, you know, hook up with some groupies and eat at some amazing restaurants. So what do you think they do? They come out with this. Any fucking time here, Sugar Ray? Let's try it. They were like, hey, man, I can't wait to make my way to Australia and then to the Gold Coast. And then while we're out there... Every morning there's a halo hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's sellout bed. I could play a punk rock club, but I'm gonna stay at the Four Seasons instead. You can't understand how many groupies I get. Once again, as predicted, yeah, my wife, she's a bitch, and I. I don't know, anyway. I've never met Mark McGrath's wife. I hear she's lovely, though. But what I'm saying is, people shit all over Sugar Ray. Don't shit on Sugar Ray. I like me some Sugar Ray. Not all Sugar Ray. Just a little bit of Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray is... I was going to say the hollow notes of modern music. But I don't know if there's a Sugar Ray song as bad as Maneater. And I know there's people out there that would argue with me that every morning has got to be close to it. Oh, <sighs> uh, When It's Over is a pretty good, bad song, too. Let's see if we can bring that up. Because that song fucking sucks. What's up, Liz? Thanks for hopping on to the live feed. Uh, when It's Over. Here we go. Let's listen to this garbage song. Anytime here, bud. Yeah. 
Yeah, see? That's the time I fall in love again. It's like, dude, you're a 37-year-old man with four kids at home. Why are you singing about falling in love again? Knock it off, you weirdo. <laughs> Sarah, I would skip over Fly when I would listen to that record. Dude, good. The rest of that out. Speed Home California is one of my favorite all-time modern commercial punk rock songs. I love that song for whatever reason. I don't know. I hate California, but I love that song. All right, guys. Shows this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Tonight and tomorrow going to be at Gutty's Comedy Club. Got a week off going to Denver. Going to go see Incubus at Red Rocks. Um, I'm going to be meeting my sister out in Denver for the first time, so that's going to be a big deal. We'll make sure to get some videos of it. Can't wait. Hopefully there's a bit we can get out of it, which I hate the fact that everything I go into is like, how can we use this for my gain? <laughs> but it's so goddamn true. Uh, happy birthday to you, Amanda. Thanks for the uh, the well wishes, and uh, have a great weekend as well. So show's tomorrow night. Show tonight. Nothing uh, the first week of October. Then we come back October 14th, that Friday night, going to be at the Hog's Breath in Roseville, and then also October 15th. Beaver Island Brewing, St. Cloud, Minnesota. Silly Beaver Comedy Show. Make sure you guys hit it up. Go to rudypovich.com. Thank you guys very much. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every single morning we go live on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Again, thank you guys for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.